I'm Damian Bolwa. Today on Fifth and Mission, a big vote is coming on the future of San Francisco's Lowell High School. For the past few years, the academically prestigious public school on the west side of the city near Lake Merced has been at the center of a controversy that's had a lot of fallout. It was October 2020, early on in the pandemic, when the San Francisco School Board switched from competitive admissions at Lowell to a mostly lottery-based system. It was an effort to comply with state law, respond to charges of elitism, and increase diversity. But at a school that boasts alumni like U.S. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer, former Governor Pat Brown, and actress Carol Channing, that move angered many parents. It prompted accusations that high-achieving students, and in particular Asian-American students, were being hurt and ignored. This past school year was the first under the new system. Now, there's a school board with three new members. Those members were appointed by Mayor London Breed after a recall election that was partially driven by the tension at Lowell. And that board must now decide whether to extend the lottery system for another year, while the district formally evaluates options for a permanent admissions process. A board meeting is set for Thursday, and a vote is expected this coming Tuesday. My guest to talk about it is Chronicle Education reporter Jill Tucker. She's followed every step of the Lowell story. Jill, how are you? I'm good, and still following every step of the Lowell story. Yeah. So what exactly is the school board considering now, Jill? Yeah. So what they're looking at right now is extending the lottery temporarily for another year. And, you know, and as you said, this goes back to October 2020 when they first suspended the merit-based system. And a lot of that had to do with the pandemic. They didn't have the grades or test scores, but definitely the school board just a few months later made that decision permanent because of all the reasons of the the uh, lack of diversity at the school that they talked about, about racism at the school. So really, this has been ongoing for quite a long time. But they they will, the, the plan is to extend the, the temporary use of lottery for another year while they take a look and take a step back and talk to the community about what they want to do permanently as a long-term solution at Lowell. And, you know, there's, there are protesters out in front of the school district office this week, and, and they plan to be there next week when they make the vote. A lot of folks don't want them to extend the lottery. They want to go back to the merit-based system now as they move forward. So there's going to be a lot of fighting um, for now, this week, next week, and in the months ahead. To be clear, those protesters are folks that want the merit-based system. Correct. Okay. And why why aren't they ready to make a decision now? I mean, this is this is not a final decision. They've had a lot of time. Right. Well, there's been a lot going on in San Francisco Unified with the recall, with new school board members coming in. And now all of a sudden it's the middle of June and the enrollment process, you know, for people choosing the high schools or applying to the high schools that they want to go to, that happens starting in the fall. There are tours, there's all sorts of things, and the applications are being um, developed. So really, to, to conduct a process now um, with a new superintendent starting in a couple of weeks and new school board members that have to run for office in November, there's a lot going on to have that type of conversation in this type of time frame. I mean, as, as school board president Jenny Lamb said, this is not a two-week process. 
you know, to introduce something. So that decision comes when? So what they're talking about is creating a process, which is they'll vote on that as well to create a process, appoint a facilitator, have community conversations and come up with a recommendation and a final vote by the end of April next year. That if that if they vote on that on Tuesday, that will be the plan and a permanent permanent enrollment process would be put in place by next year so that the following enrollment cycle for 2024 freshmen will be in place. Okay, Jill, let's go a little bit back to the beginning. I mean, we've talked about Lowell for many years. Why does it come to a head in October 2020? Well, really, the pandemic, to a certain degree, forced the district's hand. If you remember, kids went out uh, in, in March of 2020. And at that time, they basically decided that they couldn't really give grades because kids were put into distance learning almost overnight. There wasn't a lot of instruction. They couldn't give them the tests that they would normally give to evaluate their admission to Lowell. And at the time, they had pass-fail grades. Um, so it, it it put the the district in the position of not having the criteria to evaluate students that they would normally use to admit them to Lowell High School. So they went to this lottery system, but but really a majority of board members were already contemplating that. They, they didn't like the merit-based system. They thought it created a lack of diversity at the school, that it was elitist, and, and those types of things, which is why when you saw in, in January and February um, after that in 2021, that even amid the pandemic, when kids were still in distance learning, they fast-tracked a proposal to make the lottery permanent at Lowell. But when they made that decision, they were aware there is this state law that basically says that you're not supposed to have academically elite public schools. Right. So, you know, and that that was something that they had been advised years and years earlier. But as as, you know, board members at the time told me, you know, Lowell was kind of the third rail of politics in San Francisco. It was it's a beloved school uh, by generations of politicians and academics and Supreme Court justices and and on and on and on. And and really trying to change it from a merit based system was something that board members didn't want to touch, even though they had been advised by legal counsel that it likely violated state law. There might be a little wiggle room in the law. It basically says you cannot use uh, academic merit to uh, determine who gets into a comprehensive high school. But there were questions whether Lowell was grandfathered in or whether it was a specialized enough school that it, it they might be able to pass a legal challenge. The thing is, nobody ever challenged it in court. And so it still remains unclear whether their their uh, admissions merit based admissions process would have passed legal muster. There were some caveats in it that a certain number of students, about thirty percent, could get in separately from the the rigorous academic merit and competitive system, depending on what schools they came from. Like Willie Brown had a basically a, a free pass into Lowell High School. So there were things in there that gave some wiggle room and no one ever challenged it. But I think now, you know, the legal counsel and others are basically saying, if we go back to merit-based, you know, we, we could face a serious legal challenge. Okay. And that could happen in the future. It's going to be tested perhaps at some point. Yes. If they go back to merit-based, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a, a legal challenge. And to be clear, even though the admissions have changed, at least temporarily, it's still an academically accelerated school. The, the course loads are still different. Yeah. The, Lowell has always had um, 
higher academic standards, if you will, and court a lot more advanced placement courses, a diversity of, of advanced placement courses, very much a focus on academics among the students, a very competitive environment among the students, sometimes almost harmfully so, as many students have said. It's it's a it's a it's a brutal environment at Lowell or has been in the past, um, you know, competing for the top scores, competing for, you know, the best spots in colleges. And, you know, and certainly the the teachers haven't changed, really, even though, you know, the, the school board made this change. And so, um, you know, still very much an academically rigorous high school. All right, Jill, I want to take a quick break, but let's get into these questions about diversity when we come back right after this on Fifth and Mission. You're listening to Fifth Admission. You can support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Welcome back to Fifth Admission. I'm Damian Bullwood, joined by Chronicle Education reporter Jill Tucker, talking about Lowell High School. Jill, let's get into that diversity question. What does the student population look like now? What does it look like before they went to this temporary lottery system? So what we saw when they went to the temporary lottery system in the first group of students was that the school did see a change in the percentage of Hispanic students and and uh, to a lesser extent African-American students. There were... Um, you know, they really did see a a drop in the percent of Asian and white students. So, you know, you saw a little bit uh, of a change uh, that students who in the past wouldn't either have participated in the merit-based system or didn't get in in the merit-based system were now getting in in the, in the lottery. And Jill, obviously a lot of tension, I mean, especially Asian-American families saying, how can you talk about diversity? This is a diverse school. Asian American students have have great opportunity here. Yeah, you know, and I think um, what a lot of Asian American families and others have said is that, you know, Lowell gives disadvantaged families, you know, whether they are low income or, you know, first in their family to go to college, a, a chance at an elite, uh, academically elite education that's free, you know, something akin to, you know, the best private schools, but but for free. So it it really gave opportunity to students who might not otherwise have that, whether they were Asian American or or not. And so but it was something that really was um, embraced by Asian American families. They wanted um, their children to have that opportunity to have that choice of a, an academically elite um, public high school. And so that has been a, a big part of the um, the effort in San Francisco, uh, um, particularly among that demographic, to maintain Lowell as a, a merit-based school. And how much of that argument is just pure rigor? These students are accelerated, and there's nothing wrong with providing a very accelerated track, staying at their level, perhaps not bringing them down. Yeah, that's another part of the argument that, you know, children who are motivated or academically gifted should have a place in the public school system. And that place for decades has been low. On that question, Jill, I mean, we recently reported this is another issue that has caused additional tension in this subject, that some ninth graders in this first year of lottery have struggled, right? Yeah, I mean, what what we've reported out of, of Lowell is that um, in the first lottery class of freshmen in the fall of 2021, we saw three times more 
D grades and F grades among that group of students at Lowell than in previous classes at Lowell. The question is, of course, where does that come from? Is that pandemic related? Is it, you know, bias in the in the school among teachers for kids who, who were lottery kids that might not have otherwise gotten in? Um, are those kids actually unprepared, you know, for the rigors of Lowell? Uh, but what about other? Are they other is there support? Yeah, I mean, so so that's the question. Lowell has never had a lot of support for kids who might be struggling because all the kids were sort of academically motivated and top of their classes. So, you know, there's a question of whether Lowell let them down or the district didn't provide the resources for those students. You know, and there are a lot of people who say, like, look, those kids have a right to be at Lowell just as anybody else. It's a public high school. And the the, the school should be helping them rather than hindering them um, with bad grades that they can't cut it. But, you know, certainly that's at those D's and F's are adding fuel to the fire of the merit-based argument that, you know, the, the previous system created a school environment where kids were ready for that. And, you know, there's a question of whether, you know, the lottery system is watering down Lowell, you know, a lot of those types of arguments uh, back and forth of, you know, whether it's privilege or whether it's academic merit or whether it's racism. I mean, all of these things are getting embroiled in in those grades and in, in the arguments uh, for and against merit. And to some degree just feeds into the original arguments. I don't know that that is going to change anyone's view. Let's get into the school board recall. This was a, a landslide election. Three school board members were recalled. Mayor London Breed then had the ability to appoint Three replacements. How does that affect this whole issue? Uh, how does that affect the voting on the board? The three people who were recalled voted to shift Lowell to a lottery system and the, and and were very uh, strong supporters of that. The three school board members appointed to the board now are a little more inclined to take another look at that. And, and one in particular is at least one of those three are are very much advocating for Lowell to return to a merit-based system and shoe. So we definitely have seen a shift. The original vote was five to two to turn it into permanently a, a, a lottery. And so with these three school board members, that, that could be a significant shift as they head into a community-based process to come up with uh, a recommendation on the on the permanent status for admission into Lowell. And we know that Asian American families, at least the data seems to show that they were pretty strong in favor of recalling those board members. I mean, what do we know about Mayor Breed? She obviously has a lot of power in this. What has she said publicly and how much of her naming of these three replacements has to do directly with Lowell? Yeah, so I, I don't know if Breed has come out strongly either way in, in terms of Lowell. I think she definitely heard uh, constituents in that that this happened too fast, that it was rushed, that it did not have enough feedback. And obviously her choices were uh, of replacements were much more open-minded than the, the school board members that they replaced. So I think that while she's not vocally advocating that the board go back to merit-based, there's definitely an a leaning, at least in her choices, to have more of a public hearing and conversation about that. She's not come out and said exactly how she would vote. Right. Okay. So, Jill, what do you expect this coming Tuesday? What do you think is going to happen? 
The board is going to have a conversation on Thursday night, have some community input, talk about their reasoning uh, moving forward and having this community process. I think there's still a lot of people who think that they could have that process now and do it before the next round uh, of admissions. But I do think, I, I expect that the board will will once again approve a year extension of the lottery and give the city time to settle in, um, especially since we have a school board election in November of the three board members that were appointed by Breed. So, you know, there's there's a lot going on. A new superintendent takes over in a couple weeks. There's a lot of transition in the district right now. And I, I think that in general, the leadership of the district and the board recognize that trying to do another rush job job to figure out what to do with Lowell probably won't serve anyone well. So the voters will have their say. The voters will have their say in November. Um, and we will also see another superintendent that's walking into this that doesn't have, uh, you know, we don't know his perspective on this or, or how he might handle it. And so, you know, there's a lot of question marks in, in what all of this is going to mean in the coming months and after the election in November. Lastly, Jill, if we get a final decision and when we do, when will that policy take effect? So what we're looking at is if they adopt this process, we would see a final decision on whether Lowell will be merit or lottery or something in between by April 30th of 2023, which would mean that the next enrollment process, which would start in the fall, would use that new system, whatever it is. And so that would mean the freshman class of 2024 at Lowell would be admitted under that decision. All right. Jill Tucker, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thanks to my guest today. She's Chronicle Education reporter Jill Tucker. Thanks also to King Kaufman for producing this episode. And thank you for listening. <laughs>